Hello, my friends. This is Bishop Campbell welcoming you again to a short meditation on the theme of living the Catholic life. I can remember long back in my childhood, well, in my later childhood, one of the great events was attending Midnight Mass for Christmas. My mother allowed us to do that only after we had been confirmed. But at those Midnight Masses, I was always intrigued by the reading from the prophet Isaiah, which to this very day is the first reading for the Mass uh, during the uh, night for Christmas. And it is taken from the prophet Isaiah. And it begins very powerfully. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. Now, of course, when I first heard this, I heard it in Latin. And although I I tell you at the age of 10, my Latin was imperfect, but I did have a missile that I could uh, follow along in. And I always look forward to hearing those words at midnight uh, mass, especially when we consider today we live in a time of confusion and challenge. We have to be honest about that. And I think that at such a time, We remember Isaiah's prophecy, and we realize that uh, even in the most difficult of times, even in the most confusing of times, there's still a great light if we but turn and look at it. And there is still one who wishes to shed that light upon us constantly. So that in that prophecy, in the celebration of Christmas, we ask ourselves, what what lesson do we take from celebrating our Christmas, even in a, a difficult time such as this? And I want to begin by telling you a story, and it's really not a story, it's a reminiscence from my childhood, that taught me, even at that time, a profound lesson about the meaning of the Incarnation, about the meaning of the fact that God took on human flesh in Jesus Christ, was born into historical time, into an historical place, was born into the fullness of our reality. And that was a powerful lesson. But it all began in a very uh, interesting way. You can imagine that at the age of seven or eight, Uh, Christmas Eve uh, was an exciting time, although we had not really started celebrating Christmas, because at that time, the uh, Christmas Eve was a day of fast and abstinence, and it was a rather somber uh, occasion. We ate very simple food, but of course, uh, as the sun went down and became darker, we realized what was going to happen the next day, and it was really uh, exciting. And sometimes very difficult to get to sleep. Well, we finally did, uh, because uh, our parents rejoiced in it, because my parents then decorated the entire house while we were asleep. Marvelous uh, occasion when you wake up to such a brilliance. But during the time we had uh, dozed off, I was with uh, my brother, who was a year younger than I, and then all of a sudden we were both awakened 
with this loud voice uh, from outside the house saying, Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Well, you can imagine what my brother and I thought. Santa was here while we got out of bed. We actually rushed to the window, just as the night before Christmas would tell us. And we looked out. The moon was very bright. It was a very cold uh, Christmas Eve. And I looked around, and I thought, well, I looked at the roofs of the houses across the street and didn't see any sleigh uh, marks on the roofs and whatnot. But then I looked down, and there in front of the house in a snowbank lay Mrs. McGregor, one of our neighbors, with the most curious smile on her face. Well, we were creating such a ruckus that my father got up and came in. He said, boys, what, what's going on? And uh, we shouted out, we heard Santa. Uh, and uh, we were looking out the window, and my father looked out the window. And my uh, brother, who I, I wondered uh, what that smile was all about on Mrs. McGregor's face. But my brother was a man of true faith. He said, Dad, Dad. Mrs. McGregor saw Santa Claus and fainted dead away. Well, later uh, my father got dressed and he left to make sure that Mrs. McGregor got home all right. My brother went uh, back to sleep. I couldn't, so I, I took the Pergina, which was a nice comforter we had, from the bed, put it around my shoulders, and just sat in the, the window looking out on the, the night. Uh, the I, uh, there had been a coating of ice over the snow, and the moonlight just flickered over it. And as I sat there, I heard an engine whistle. And I don't know if uh, you have ever experienced that. It becomes more difficult to do so in our own time. But there was n- nothing more forlorn than that whistle in the dead of night. And I wondered... Why is there someone on Christmas Eve having to work in such a lonely place as a railroad going by? And it was then that it occurred to me, and it was a wonderful grace I got as a child. And of course, I I understood it imperfectly then, but every time I remember it, it enriches and deepens. And that really one of the extraordinary meanings of Christmas is that in the incarnation of Jesus Christ, the fact that he became one of us means that no one is ever alone. Whether we experience the nearness of that presence of Christ or not, and isn't that the the powerful lesson of Christmas? We are never alone. God is Emmanuel. God is with us. And he is always among us. In our joy, he rejoices with us. In our sorrow, he is with us. And in all experiences, even as we think we're turning away from him, he is with us. We are not alone. And isn't this the powerful source of courage for martyrs who often face the the ultimate 
They always know that they are never alone. And isn't this what Jesus Christ assures us every time we celebrate the Holy Eucharist? I am here, I am with you until the end of the ages, as he told his apostles as he ascended into heaven. And my dear friends, as we began the celebration of Christmas, I would encourage you to make this reality a principal part of your observance of of Christmas, to renew it, to strengthen it. Because isn't it a part of the mission of the Christian people who proclaim and rejoice in the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ that we are to take this message so that the great name of Jesus be everywhere known and loved and that all experience the joy and especially the powerful hope of celebrating the fact that Jesus is God with us, with us always, with us. Because it might be good at this Christmas time to be thankful for the companions, for the family we have, for those around us that assure us not only that we're not alone, but assure us of the goodness of God. But shouldn't we also seek out those who do not yet fully experience that companionship of Christ, and become that companionship in so many ways, by our prayer, by our concern, by our simple presence. And in this way, proclaim the happy news that God uh, has been born in the figure of Jesus Christ. He is among us. We are never alone. 